Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Altered Universe News Break. I have a very special guest with me. I got Jody from Jody's Corner. Uh, you probably have seen him on podcast and YouTube, and we will link him up at the bottom. Um, today, we're going to go over a topic that is, I guess, sort of controversial. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, it's the deal with Venom and Spider-Man. And this kind of goes back to when they made the Tom Hardy movie, I think. Um, so as you guys know, Spider-Man and Venom are both Sony properties. Um, and Jody, I'm sure you remember way back when the uh, Tobey Maguire movies that came out. Um, yeah. You know, way, way back in the old days. Um, so this has been an ongoing thing with them. Finally, recently, uh, the I think one of the people over at Sony allowed Marvel to take Spider-Man under their wing. And that's where we got the really good Tom Holland movie so far. So I'm going to throw out a couple questions to you and see what we come up with because, again, nobody seems to know these answers. So we just might be, you know, shooting the breeze here. But first thing is first, though. Um, why do you think Venom and Spider-Man are so important for each other? And did that start before the movies? Do you think this started back with the comics? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the number one reason, bro. They're important for each other because that's his number one villain, Spider-Man and Venom. There is no Venom without Spider-Man. You know, the symbiote went over the original Spider-Man suit, which is why Venom's able to get the, the spider logo on his body and shoot web. Because without Spider-Man, you know, you're not going to have Venom. So, yeah, it makes sense from the comic books. That's where it started. Right, okay. So, for those who don't know out there who are listening, uh, one of, I think one of, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's uh, biggest character is probably out there, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man has probably been the most popular character, I think, for God knows how long. Um, and like you just brought up, the symbiote, the, uh, the issues where Peter Parker gets this new suit, which eventually becomes Venom on Eddie Brock, it changes the game. Like, you're right. I would say there's no villain better for Spider-Man than Venom. Venom is it, I think. Um, so I think we kind of answered my second question too. So what, what, what do you think is the most critical thing about Venom to Spider-Man? Like other than being a villain, do you think this is more of like a, a, um, a, a dual, uh, characterization? Like Venom is kind of the alter ego of Spider-Man? The coolest thing about Venom to Spider-Man, to me personally, I can only speak on how I feel about it. And for me, looking at the two, when I look at Venom, bro, I'm like, man, this dude is legit. Venom is everything Spider-Man is, but more. He's stronger than Spider-Man. He's faster than Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man can't sense when Venom is around. So me watching a cartoon, me reading, uh, seeing the, um, the, the films, knowing Spider-Man's spider senses is his number one thing. You know, I, it's nice to see that, bro. But then... When Spider-Man can't send somebody and he's thrown for a loop and it's Venom the one that's doing it, that's refreshing, bro. And Venom got that, bro. Venom has that menacing, strong, and I'm going to argue that he looks better, bro. That black and white is sexy, man. So I, you, I, I got to agree with you there. I mean, honestly, what's funny is that he's the first villain that I actually, like, care for because he actually has a good story. He's not just a bad guy. He's a bad guy with a a background i guess like he's a bad guy who really means i don't know without getting too deep he's a bad guy that you need in order to make the story flow i guess and 
I'm glad you brought up the cartoon because there was that uh, issue with Secret Wars. And if you remember that, and that's when Spider-Man learned how to use the symbiote. But again, without Venom, the symbiote is kind of just like another, I don't know, weapon? Does that make sense? So, you know, Venom... Venom is key, and again, I didn't I didn't see the Tom Hardy one, but I heard it did okay. What what do you what do you think is the problem or good thing about how they brought him into the movies? You're talking about the movie Venom now. That's what we're talking about, Venom. Yeah, because because it, you brought up the cartoon, and that was a great introduction. But now that we're here, and the first visual we see is this Tom Hardy movie. What you know? What, what it, what, why did they do what they did, and do you think they could have okay. done it differently? First of all, they could have done it differently. They should have done it differently. They should have done it differently as far as their first initial plan. Their initial plan was to make this movie rated R. Let's try to remember that. This was going to yeah. be a rated R, Sony graphic horror, chop your head off, spit out the blood, like a film, bro. And they changed it halfway through. Because they realize, hey, you know, what if we take it down from the rated R and we make it PG-13 and possibly we can get more butts and seats and make more money. So they edited the crap out of the freaking movie, yeah. put a PG-13 label on it, and booyah, it makes 800 and some odd million dollars worldwide. And the rest is history. The one thing I said that I didn't want them to do is to make it PG-13. Once they did that, I was off the shit, bro. And that's exactly what they did because their intention, Sony's intention by doing the PG-13 was simply because they wanted to get that Tom Holland Spider-Man out the MCU and back over to the Sony team. And that's exactly what their intention is. All right. All right. So I, I feel you there. So that actually kind of brings me up to a side, kind of a side comment too, because uh, before we get into how and if they will introduce, um, this is not the first time a studio has changed the rating to make it more appropriate to, you know, the general public. So is this where, is, is this going to be a problem with Sony or even with MCU where they're going to start having to shave off the good stuff because they want to make sure everybody can watch? All right. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so because the two people, the main person that we think about when you say shaving off the movie and changing the rating, the first thing I think about is Deadpool Christmas. Deadpool 2, okay. they bring out that Deadpool Christmas, PG-13, made no money, nobody give a freak. All right, right. Fox. Fox is the one who makes Deadpool. Fox has been buried by Disney. They're trash, now Disney owns them. So Sony is a company that would do it because we saw them do it with Venom. So now we know that Fox isn't going to do it because they don't exist. Now Sony... Something really interesting has happened in the last month over at Sony. There's a lot of changes being made over there. Their number one change, Amy Pascal, who was the head of Sony for some 30-plus years, is now gone. She took her talents to Universal. So they're going to put a new head of the snake up there at Sony, and who knows what this person is going to do. But I do think that Sony is looking in the, in the, in the right direction because Amy Pascal made a lot of bad decisions, in my opinion. So uh, will it be a wave? I don't think so. With the MCU and Disney, their movies are already PG-13. They don't do rated R, so we don't have to worry about that. True. The only company that we have to worry about is Sony. What are they going to do? And that still is a question mark because I need to see who's going to take Amy's position and what they plan on doing for the future. So that remains to be seen. 
All right, that's, that's, a, that's a good call right there. So that actually leads us into the next uh, question too. Um, so because all of this um, change is happening and you know she, she's gone and somebody else is coming in, will they, will they introduce him into the MCU? And if they do, what is the best way? I'm not talking about necessarily what we want right now, but how do you think they're going to do it in a way that's going to make sense? Are you talking about Venom? That, yeah, so, so, so going off of that Sony thing, mainly with Venom right now, how do you think they're going to do it to make sure that everybody is okay with the introduction if it happens? Okay, well, number one, I don't think it's going to happen at all, bro. I don't think Venom is going to the MCU at all. I think okay. the opposite. I believe that Sony is going to get Spider-Man and bring him back over. They're doing <laughs> Sinister Six. They got Morbius coming out. <clears throat> um, they uh, the Venom was a success. They're gonna do um, oh, I forgot what the other character's name was. They also are coming out with Bloodshot. That's uh, uh Im- was it Image Comics? They're doing Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Okay. Uh, Sony's coming to play. They're trying to do those type of, of films, and I think that I don't think Sony and once again this could change. Because Amy Pascal is gone. So I don't know what this new guy or this new woman is going to do with Sony. Maybe they will. Maybe the, the new owner of, of, of Sony will go over there and call Kevin Feige and say, hey, man, what do you want to do? I don't right. know. But the way Sony has been playing it, if they still do what their history has been saying, they ain't messing with Disney and they're doing their own thing. And they're trying to get that Tom Holland back, bro. After Tom Holland's contract is up, which is what I think he has one more film or one more cameo with the MCU before his contract is fulfilled, and he's done. And Sony's going to just yank him back and put him right over there with Tom Hardy and Venom and the rest of the game. That will be a sad, sad state of mind right there. I mean, I, I got to say, he's – yeah, that I, I, I see where you're coming from, and I think you're probably right, but that would be very unfortunate because I think Tom Holland has gotten the MCU so much more money, but – I guess it is what it is, right? You can't you can't change their mind. But yeah, we'll see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say I probably agree with you. I don't think um, the other Spider-Man characters will ever be a part of the MCU. What I feel like though is that his contract might be up, but I feel like they're gonna throw him into the MCU randomly still, just because they probably can. Um, but I think all the Spider-Man characters, like they want to do Silver Sable, Black Cat. Uh, Craven, all those guys, they're gonna, you're right, they're gonna stay at Sony because there's really no need, there's no reason to put them in the MCU, right? Like there's no, there, there's no connection at this point. Yeah, there so, is, there is, there is somebody that Sony got, especially when you just mentioned him, Craven. I've been dying. I, that, that's, that was the character that I wanted. Craven as a villain in Black Panther 2 would have been fire, bro, but Sony got him. So it's like that's true. I mean, Craven, you know, because in the comics, Craven and Black Panther have their they have their clashes a few times. So right, right, and and that's a, and that's the thing. I I know, I know we're kind of we're focusing on that, but I'm realizing I think that the the and also and you you brought up Universal, and that brings up the whole Hulk issue too. There's a lot of these places that have different characters, and there's ways to go around the legal, but you have to you have to get everybody on board to do this. So. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, when Amy Pascal goes to Universal, I'll bet you anything the Hulk is going to be bigger in the MCU because they know he, he sells tickets, right? So they're going to do something with him. But as a character like Venom, 
you have to like like I'm I'm with you. I love Craven. I love his storyline. Venom is Venom is Venom, and I think you're right. Sony is the one place that can do him well because he's such a dark character, right? He's not a typical villain. He's a he's an antihero, but he, but he's a bad one at that. Like he's he's got some good, he's got some bad, but he's really a bad MF to deal with. You know what I mean? So I don't know. So we'll we'll see. But you brought up a lot of good points. So. We'll see what happens, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna end off with this final one, which I think is always the best question to ask. What, if, if we do ever get this crossover thing, what storyline do we want where Spider-Man and Venom go at it head to head? What would be your choice comic that you see happen? I'm gonna be honest, man. I have, I have no idea. Maybe they should just start with the, the introduction with Venom first. They should do the, the, I think they should do it over. You see how Venom doesn't have the Spider-Man logo on his body? Right. That's a problem. Yeah. He has he has the Spider-Man mask face, though, you know, which is kind of, like, weird. But I think they should do the origin between the, the creation of, of Venom, do it all over again, which they still can because the symbiote can leave Eddie Brock right. and then go to Tom Holland. And then Tom Holly could run around with his with his new Venom Spider-Man suit, trying to figure out what's going on, realize that it's 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 having a negative effect on him while Eddie Brock is trying to find him and chase him and figure out why he stole his, his symbiote, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets back on Eddie Brock, and then you have then then and imagine it getting back on Eddie Brock, and when he gets it back, boom, you got the Spider-Man logo on there. I just think that doing the origin of them two, man, uh, is probably the best way to go to start it. All right, yeah, that's fair. All right, so so let let's let's go with that. Let's see if that happens. I mean, unfortunately, I think you're right. I think it's going to be very slim if that happens. But you know, the MCU has shocked me beyond belief of what they do. So who knows what they're going to do? Who you know? I, I always say never say never because you know God only knows what's going to happen next, right? But. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So you guys post your votes uh, down below when you're listening to this. Let us know what you think because, you know, anything can happen, right? And with uh, Jody's point of saying that Amy Pascal's gone and somebody's coming in, we don't, you know, who knows what the guy or girl is going to do, right? Like you said. So, um, all right, cool. So I think um, think that's pretty much covering it. Um, any uh, any final thoughts on, on the character of Venom? Anything particular that you, uh, you know, you know any rumors you've heard? Yeah, I really just I just hope that they I hope that they buckle down and 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 learn from the mistakes that the Venom movie made and give it more time to develop. Don't make it such an action movie. Really, it's hard to it's hard to do a Venom uh, film without Spider Man. But yeah, I think they. they I, I I don't know. I my advice is gonna be always the same. I don't know if I'll get it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Venom should be rated R. That's <laughs> it. You know, it's it's true. I mean, I I I would reading the comic books. I never thought I would say this, but some characters in the MCU need no you know filter. Like you know, they they need to let their freak flag fly if you want to say it that way. But um, yeah, cool. That, that's great. I, I that's a great way to end this up. So. Um, Awesome, guys. So I'm going to link up all of Jody's um, uh, profiles down below. Uh, go ahead and rate and review the podcast. That gets me up higher in the uh, ratings. 
uh, been working well pretty well, and hopefully you had fun today with us, Jody. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you, thank you. So we'll have him back on, I'm sure. And until next time, guys, you all stay nerdy, all right? Have fun. Peace.